Welcome to this Time to Lead podcast where leaders come together to grow and get better. My name is Fred and I'm your host and your mental growth coach and I'm so ready to make a difference in the lives of our listeners. We believe that before you can lead others, you must first lead yourself. So on this podcast, we focus on self-leadership. I have the honor and privilege to be able to present to some, to, to some and, and introduce to others a gentleman who I have a lot of respect for. My wife introduced, you know, kind of, you know, kind of put me on about how great this guy was. I looked him up, and she was not aligned. He goes by the name of Stan Pearson II. I'm gonna share with you his bio, and I'm gonna bring him on, and we're gonna talk. And we are so aligned. He probably don't even know how aligned we are. He'll find out through this interview. But I'm gonna actually we have to introduce Stan Pearson II. Stan is an award-winning bilingual speaker, motivational comedian, author, and consultant. He earned his bachelor's degree in Spanish from Missouri Western State University while minoring in business. And after working for Enterprise Rent-A-Car, he started his career in higher education by flourishing as the Associate Director of Student Activities at Texas A&M International University. And it was there where Stan founded Dusty Camp, the new student orientation program still in existence even now 15 years later. He advised del delivered leadership and helped build campus activities board and Greek life, student government association, and much, much more. It was also there where Stan earned his master's degree in business administration with a concentration in management. And after earning his master's degree, Stan worked for a consulting firm as he started his speaking company, Breathe Diversity. He has created one of the most creative, thought-provoking, and inclusive messages in the country, and he truly connects with every audience. Loves his family, loves salsa dancing, and loves helping ignite change in the lives and organizations of his clients. Stands my honor to welcome you to this Time to Leave podcast, bro. How you doing, man? Fantastic. If I was any better, there'd be two of me. Thank you for having me, Fred. Man, thank you. Just every day above ground is a good day, so thank you for having me. That, yeah, listen, you probably was trying to figure out who I was talking about, wasn't you? I, hey, listen, the tear <laughs> came in my eye. One, Kevin Durant, you're the real MVP. I said, did I <laughs> Man, I'm coming on here more often. I hope they're okay with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm definitely good with that, man. So I appreciate you, man. My wife's told me so many great things about you, but we're going to give me your background, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I think, as you mentioned, you know, uh, you know, married, you know, I have a, a, a two-year-old, Stan the Third, affectionately known as Trey. Nice. And, uh, man, I, I do love soft dancing. I love people. And just navigating this thing called life and learning a little bit more every day. I was talking to a buddy of mine last night on the phone and the realization is like, I'm okay with not knowing everything. Mm -hmm. And just being on that journey now has been great, you know, meeting great folks like yourself and obviously meeting your wife earlier on and yep. making this connection. Absolutely. We are truly a product of the people we hang around and find ourselves to be around regularly. So if that's true, which I believe it is, and that reflection is awesome today. So thanks again. Yeah, man. So I'm mean, just, just kind of dig a little bit, man. Before you, like, who was your biggest influence when you were younger? Ooh, man, you're really jumping into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get asked this a lot. I, I don't get asked this a lot, but my parents, honestly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, my mom and dad, you know, always, they, they really were, and as a family unit, but certainly my parents, are always just been like, you can do it. Yeah. It's going to take some work. Right. Probably going to hold you accountable. You can do it. And that was from a really 
as far as I can remember, and even growing up in the morning listening to Zig Ziglar, yeah. uh, even the jingles that he had. A lot of people don't even know that Zig Ziglar had jingles. Yeah. Uh, like, Get that stinking thinking out of here. Just something like that, you know? Yo, you know, I, I, listen, I remember uh, listening to a tape. I'm taking some of my A's <laughs> a little bit. And they, they, he had like a little, like a little, like a little posse of women that was singing with. The goat of speaking and not in, everyone has their own different deliveries, but sure. he delivers in a way that yeah. everyone picked it up. And anyway, so long story short, man, my parents and, uh, and I'm, and I'm glad to be able to understand more. And I, and I always hope that people at some point get an under, get an opportunity to understand like that parents, they, they, most parents do the best they can with what they have. Yep. And if you think and you sit and you chill for a minute, you get a chance to realize, wow, like being an adult is not as easy as a kid might make it seem. And then you'll grow to appreciate even more of what you were given and taught over the years. Absolutely. What were three things, three values that your parents taught you? Man. This is really heavy. I don't know why this is heavy on me right now. They're both, you know, here and, and, and well. I miss them. I have not seen them since all this pandemic stuff happened. Okay, yeah. But uh, anything the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Good. Um, uh, that, that, that was certainly one of them. Uh, dream big. Nice. And my dad always says, had I known I would have gotten everything I would have asked for in life, I would have asked for more. Mm, yeah. Like there's a number of things. So that just, you know, they all, all those, those three things kind of feed into each other. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's a constant, even when we talk, you know, present day. Sure. It's always this reminder of, yo, ask for more and then go work towards it. Yeah. And I believe that we get, and maybe because of that, I've been indoctrinated, right? But yeah, I man. Everyone, I believe everyone is indoctrinated. It just depends on who's indoctrinating you. Yeah. But I think every, we always get what we ask for. Sure. That's why we have to be specific and, and careful and careful because it's going to arrive. Say it, say it. I'm telling you, say it. That is the truth, man. I, I don't, I don't want people to realize that. I used to talk to my kids when they used to call each other fat and dumb and stupid. I said, it's not good words. And, it, and it's funny when it, it no, we did it. I, I did it. I, I mean, I'm, I, I was doing the same thing, but I realized even now, my sister or my brother will say something or they'll be touchy when I say something. And it's because I, what I, 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 I killed them when they were younger. It's like, I've been saying these things with my mouth and now when it's older, I, I'm thinking they're supposed to get over it because I'm, I'm developed, but they're not. They're still there. Right, man, and it, it creates trauma. And some folks don't, don't, I won't even say appreciate it, but are willing to work through those things. But the, the biggest nursery rhyme lie I share with people, and that's sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. That is, I don't know if that was intentionally misleading, uh -huh. Uh -huh. but it like words have waged war on people and certainly in the hearts, minds, and souls of folks. So you're right. And again, my, my dad, if I'm like, man, you're so stupid. Like talking to myself, he's like, no, nah, don't, don't talk to my son that way. Like he'll say something yeah. like that. Yeah. Maybe the comments like, man, I got to do better or I got to yeah. slow down because man, our insides are listening to our outside. Yeah, man, absolutely. That, that is the truth, man. So um, on, on the topic of dealing with a crisis, and I know we've had several crises in our life, but this whole pandemic situation just took us by storm. How did, it, how, how did you react when, when the first, because being a speaker, you travel a lot. So how, 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 how did you, how have you been able to lead yourself through this crisis? 
Thank you for asking. It, it was devastating at first, like anyone else, because you're just like, oh, you have things on your calendar to travel towards. And then literally, you know, if let's say what you eat, what you kill, if right. you go from, okay, several dates yeah. over the course of the next several months to zero, because nobody's traveling. And I was actually on a trip. It was my last trip that I was on yeah. when it really started to like, this is serious. I'm like, ah, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I get on a plane from Los Angeles. I land back in Atlanta. Just about everybody has on masks. Like it was real. Oh, and then it was like, oh, cancel, cancel, cancel. All those things started to happen. Yeah. I, I gave myself, let's say some time to mourn. You know, yeah. you know, it's like, that's a real thing. Is that what you call that? <laughs> that's, that's a real, okay, I cried once, okay, nobody yeah, yeah. knows. This is there you go. full disclosure. That's right. Full disclosure. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, right, oh my goodness. Like, what am I going to do? Um, sure, but sure. in learning more again about understanding myself better and how, again, just life works, it was like, okay, people use the word pivot a lot, but it's a real thing. So I legit gave myself some time to go, whoa. This is horrible. Right. What are we going to do? What am I going to do? And then it was like, all right, you've had your week or two. Yeah. Like, let's get it. Or you had your week. Get yeah. on the phone with the brightest minds you know. Right. And then begin to decide how you're going to move. That's right. And that's kind of, I think, what helped me is when a lot of folks, let's say, slowed down and pulled over on their virtual expressway. Like, I leaned on the gas. I'm like, okay, yeah. it's all or nothing. Yeah, yeah. And um, how about how did it affect your kids, man? Man, you know, I have a, a two-year-old. So what's interesting okay. is, yeah, what's crazy is, and even with, you know, my wife, mm-hmm. I went from being gone all the time. So the first year he was on planet Earth, I kind of I began to already slow travel down. Got it. And I created something called Daddy Daycare, nice. where, you know, she was, at, she was going to work full time. And I was at home with him for the first uh-huh. year with just he and I. Got and then it. again, so travel picked up a little bit again. And then when this happened, it was like, at first a devastation, but right. part of the, the silver line was like, I get to be at home. I get to see him grow. Because mm. before, man, I tell you what, being gone for a day, I felt like I missed a year. Sure. And two days after he was born, I had like a week tour. Mm. I had like a week tour. So he's three days old. Matter of fact, the, I'm sorry for being long winded, but no, the you day he was this is this is this is this is my show and you the man. <laughs> Are you good? You the man. No, bro. Well, good. The, the, the day he was born, um, I was scheduled to fly out at five a.m. Okay. Her water broke at eleven p.m. the day before, so it's like okay, can't. But then there was like several dates that came after that. So I was in the hospital with her for three days. Uh, for, for two days, we came home, and then the next day, I was on a plane gone for a week. Wow. And it, I felt, you know, you know, as a dad, as a parent, yeah. as a, you feel you feel like a failure. Even yeah. if you shouldn't, it's like, yo, I should have, no matter how much you prepare something like that happens, like, I yeah. got to do better than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. again, to be able to be home with him every day, just about, or every day, mm-hmm. is amazing. It, yeah. It's amazing. So, it, it was that was truly a silver lining. People don't realize the benefits that came out of this situation. I mean, I, I'm not. First of all, let me just say I am. I I'm constantly aware and in prayer, and also uh, send my condolences to anybody who has lost anybody during this time, um, uh, and 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 or dealing with it right now because it is not a joke. And I try to tell my my older children, you know, twenty plus. Yeah. This, this is this is not a game. This is this is y'all. You know, it's not a game. It's serious. People are really you know dying from this situation. 
But at the same time, there is a silver lining because it hasn't wiped everybody out that like that. So it's just like I'm always, always, you know, cognizant about, you know, uh, people who are struggling with this right now. So I definitely want to put that on the table. But at the same time, I want, I want, there's, there's a lot of things that, 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 like you said, there's a word pivot. That's a hot button. But there's a lot of benefits that has come out of this as well, because <laughs> it's amazing. You know, I'm a man of God. He shut sometimes he shut things down. <laughs> If it get a little too, you know, this might, he, he kind of reminds of who world it really is. Y'all fracking and drilling and all, y'all doing all this crazy, wait, hold up, you know? So it's like, it's amazing how that happens, man. <laughs> Cause we, some, some, some reason somebody told somebody that we own this thing, but for some reason, I, we, we, I, I think we all know who owns it right now. I think between these hurricanes. <laughs> for sure, storms, random weather, fall didn't even tiptoe up, fall was like, Bam. I'm here. I'm here. You ready? Now get your sweater, <laughs> dummy. Like that. That was fall. <laughs> yeah, so. my sweater this morning. It's like <laughs> it actually, man. I was actually, you know, even though my daughter woke me up early, early enough, I was preparing because I got two podcasts and one deals with music. So I'm preparing. So I start getting preparing for my look for the other podcast. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I said, hey, Mister Stink, wait a second. <laughs> He ain't got a he ain't got a hip hop record out of me. Let me. Uh, I do not. I do not. <laughs> so let me, let me switch this. Let me switch this back up. So yeah, man. So uh, so um, as far as leadership is concerned, where what is what, what is your concept of it? Um, and do you think that it, where has it has it shifted? And I'm not gonna get specifically into 45 because I, I stay kind of stay away from that. But just from a from a, a, a overall view, how has it shifted from what you learned leadership was and what you understand it is? I think people's understanding of what leadership is, is has been a little twisted because we're always looking for, let's say it's a collective for someone else to lead. Sure. So if we could, if we'd be willing to trust ourselves enough to begin to lead ourselves, people might find more happiness, more peace, but there's more accountability there. Right. And this is without stating the, the obvious things out there. If we're talking about leading oneself, there, there, there's more accountability in my life once I decided that I was in control of like 98 percent of what happened to me. Yeah. Like like that. That's legit. Whether it's something in the in the past or a week ago that's affecting me today or the notion people say time is money. But literally, when you break it down, time is money. Let's say you're supposed to ship something out or, you know, you ship something out a week ahead of time. Okay, that's fairly inexpensive. Now, let's say you wait till two days before it's supposed to go. Oh, well, now that gets that's substantial, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things that, and people are in control of that. We're running late for something. Why? Because we woke up late. Now we're speaking, again, all those things, while let's say other folks may not be their best selves on the other side of the circumstance, yeah. there are some things that we have the opportunity to lead with whether it's, uh, again, in speaking of entrepreneurship, yeah. family, health, well-being, being active, those are things that contribute to self. So let's say if I try and be active or walk at least once a day and I eat okay when I can and I play, I find time to play every day, well, then I'm generally going to feel like a, I'm going to be a better human being. Right. And that might encourage me to just be a better human being to other things or be more productive. And that, that is a, a form of leadership that I think leadership is more of an active word. To me, it's, it, it's a verb. Like it, it should be a verb because it's, it's constantly moving, kind of like the word, you know, diversity. For me, it's, it's a verb. There's some things that operate within leadership, emotional intelligence, 
know, diversity, mental health, all those things make up this constant movement that's leadership. That's good. Now let's talk about emotional intelligence real quick. Cause I just picked the book up and uh, I do, I love it. Cause I have been kind of like, I, I, I have for the last, I don't know, five or six years, I have been in, engrossed in, in, in understanding the mindset. Cause I, I, I've seen this narrative. I went through this training, I went through the certification and all this kind of stuff. And even though we got to the certification and we got the seal and all this kind of stuff and all this kind of stuff. And I, I'm listening to thousands and thousands of hours of questions and answers of people. And I've heard, I heard this common theme that we all struggle, no matter what credentials we have, with this. Yeah. I mean, from the janitor to, to the CEO is ready to blow his brains out. It's this. It's, it's, it's this. And so, in your opinion, the emotional intelligence piece, how does that relate not only to us helping to strengthen our minds, but are companies looking for people who understand this or What's, what was your, what's your definition of that for people who don't know what that is? Well, number one, when you say intelligence, they're probably thinking ET, so we got to... Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, to your point, companies are looking for this because artificial intelligence, I'll just throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's becoming a bigger part of corporations, right? Oh. So people who are going to survive like this onslaught of technology will be the people that understand people, mm. that are easy to be around, that can create, that can relate, that are willing to choose empathy over ego. Like mm. if, if there was a simple, let's say, definition or a way to understand what emotional intelligence is, mm. in part, the beginning of it is empathy over ego am i willing to understand people enough to get inside again this mm-hmm. right like you said from the the janitor you know to the to the ceo if those people can understand from the inside understand themselves mm-hmm. and be honest with themselves and what they're experiencing their traumas again from childhoods we talked about you know yeah. from childhood trauma all the way up if we can visit the root of our issues then maybe just maybe we're will we be able to grow a little bit more and then being willing to breathe mm. sounds so simple. And I, I work on this every day. You know, we get upset about things and then we, that speeds us up, right? We get upset, that speeds us up more. But what if we're willing to take a deep breath before we responded, did, said, acted, just like took a moment because an angry mind cannot think. And folks have to really understand. We talk about words, we can't take them back. Actions, you, 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 you can rarely take those back. But what if, we, what if we thought, what if we took an opportunity to breathe or even meditate, which is a, a word that seems so far out to me years ago, but it's something that anyone can do and should do. If you have three to five minutes a day to start, do the 60 seconds. If you have an Apple watch or someone, it'll remind you to breathe. And I thought that was pretty lame at first. I'm like, I'm like what right. watch has to remind me to breathe? Breathe, yeah, exactly. One day it was like, breathe. I was like, whoo, thank God you showed up. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. My, my long answer to a short question. Is that's what, in, in simplest form, emotional intelligence is yeah. to me. And, and there's a book, you, you mentioned some things you picked up along the way, and a book that sparked let's say my love for understanding the brain more and how it functions is uh, breaking the habit of being yourself, how to lose your mind and create a new one. As soon as Mm. I said the title, I forgot Dr. Gary, no, 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 Dr. Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza is the author of that book. But that's the one that really shook me like, whoa. Mm. Like there's some things that we can rewire. Like everyone's built, like literally everyone's built different. Mm. Like there are some things that inherently in us 
because of, let's say, our past or what's been passed down, right? The hereditary genes. Right. Okay, that does exist. But outside of that, we are all built differently. So we all have to attack and approach and understand this differently. Mm. Right? So re- as people respond di- to different things, different ways, there's a, there's a reason why. Yeah. So yeah. again, the other emotional intelligence piece is being willing to ask more questions than you are getting answers. Mm. Are you willing to say, so what makes you feel that way? Have you ever had a bad experience with this person, this situation? Like, what's your personal experience? So do you want me, like, to other people, right? Do you want me to believe my personal experience, what they're telling me on TV? Make a decision, right? So it's those small things that I'm just constantly asking myself more questions every day to help improve my level of emotional intelligence. Questions help find our way there. Nice. What do you bounce your ideas off of? Man, whoo, great question. Uh, parents, my wife, I trust her so uh, clearly. I trust her with everything. <laughs> um, That's good. That's good. I didn't tell him to say that, but good answer. <laughs> right? Good answer, right? <laughs> For sure. My, um, one of my business partners, Odell Bazell, like a, a brother to me. And, you know, and again, there's those folks that have a, a small circle that I, I share with that I share, let's say, my, my intentions to, for my intention of world domination, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But you can't trust everybody with, you know, your thoughts and even planning and masterminding things. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone doesn't get a, sit at, a seat at the table or everyone, people have to earn. Yeah. And I, even me, like, as I'm a part of other circles and friendships and relationships, people should have to earn their way in. And there's nothing wrong with people earning their way in, getting some skin in the game. So as of, as of late, that's been who, uh, again, my, my, one of my close friends and business partners, Odell, and there's a couple other folks that, you know, you know those friends, you can just sit around and they're honest with you, they're straight yeah. up with you, you know, get named Sydney Smith, Dion Curry, some other guys I'm working on a project with where we can just be so honest with each other mm-hmm. that it's refreshing. Yeah, it is. You know, and you don't always get that, especially in this social media charged, you know, and everyone has become a bit of a narcissist, you yeah. know, kind of way <laughs> and, losing, and losing themselves sure. in, in, in this world that may not love them. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you just hit something with me when you said this, the, the circles thing, because I had, I learned that lesson a long time. Um, you know, I, I learned that there were certain people that I, I wanted to be friends with and I wanted to be in their circle. Um, but what was coming out of my mouth, I didn't qualify. And I used to get mad about it because I was in my emotions about like, oh, well, I do this, or whether it was in my business, I do this, I do that, I do that. But I was, I was focusing on what I was doing as opposed to who I was becoming. Whoa! Right? Yeah. So I had to realize the reason why I wasn't allowed into the circle because I didn't qualify because I, I needed to work on a little bit more about what I was being as opposed to what I was doing because what I was doing wasn't impressing them and mastermind and circles and 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 adding value and stuff like that those kind of words I recognize my cousin Ray Ray or or, or Bobo couldn't uh couldn't get that because they were all like the game's on (laughs) just like record again we, we got to come back here and talk about this, you know, whatever it is. So I recognize it. So I thank you for bringing that up because it helped me rec- to, to just recognize, yeah, we live in a world where all the kids get a trophy, but back in my day, everybody didn't get a trophy. Yeah. 
Bro, I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> My son, he hasn't competed yet officially, but I, yeah. listen, we don't do ribbons here. We don't get in place <laughs> trophies. You either, either one of you do, okay, you get one, okay. Because otherwise, it means try harder. It so does. I wonder why kids are struggling with, again, the devastation, falling into, again, depression is a real thing, but for yeah. particular reasons, like, yeah. listen, because what happens is you get older and then you find out, oh, everyone doesn't win? No, everyone does not win. Matter of fact, sometimes the best people win. And sometimes it's the people who knew the right people. Sometimes they win. And that's just another piece to understand as well as you grow. So, so true. Man, whoo. So true. Are you, are you, now, I'm I'm, going to ask you, which I'm 49. Are you considered a millennial or Eugen X? Where are you at? I'm a millennial. I'm forty. I'm a forty. Okay, yeah, there. okay. 40. I think I'm a millennial. So, for, so, 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 what is the deal with this thing of what folks that are older are talking about? The millennials don't get it. Aren't they going to be like eighty percent of the workforce in the next three to five years? They are, and I think sometimes people like mess up. I don't know Gen X and Y and Z. <laughs> yeah, is, I don't confused. know what they're called. Yeah, but again, so it's like if you think a group doesn't get it you should help them get it. Like that, that's mm. what it comes down to. People I love freak. that. Love that. Yeah. Yep. That's as a, me and my friends joke around. It's like, yo, their wins are, are my wins. Sure. Like this, this, our experience right now, Fred, you have me is, is our win, you know, Absolutely. and folks think when someone else wins or when someone else loses, that means they win. Right. No, that, no. that hurts everyone. Like mm-hmm. look yeah. at leadership When leadership is horrible yep. and people feel that there's a trickle down mm-hmm. and people, Oh, I look better. Or let's say at this organization. And when I left the organization, it was trash. It was like, well, maybe that's a reflection of your leadership <laughs> because it should still be going well. Once you leave, they miss you, but there it, it is. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. They should miss you. So some oh. people uh, again, but it's, it's that ego piece, like yep. choosing, you know, not choosing yep. empathy over ego sure. and just wanting it to be all. But if it's really about team, if it's really mm-hmm. about a lot of folks talk about living in a great country and a great world, a lot of folks aren't willing to do what it takes to live in a great country, yeah. in a great world. Yeah, yeah, that that's the truth right there. Man, this is uh, so. Do you have you? I I took I took your website. You've done some amazing things, man. Um, Thank do you. you. A book? Is that what you you did? You What's that? You have a book or no? Yes, yeah, actually several. My, my okay, tell me about your books. Okay, sorry about that. Yep, yep. Tell me about so that book. A, yeah, there's a, a diversity workbook that I, um, I've, I've done years ago called What You Think But Never Say. Okay. Just Because I Am Doesn't Mean. And that's like literally just, you know, a workbook and I facilitate a conversation around diversity. And the other several, are, there's one entitled Am I Too Sexy? Like that car right there says Find Your Sexy. But it's hey. all about self-esteem. No right? doubt. You're be no anything, doubt. Yeah. You know, and about building confidence from the inside out. See the salsa life, love letters. And my most recent book is called um, Mindset Secrets mm. and top secret tips people can use to, you know, master their mind in difficult situ- to thrive in difficult situations. Absolutely. And it's literally just, it's just mapped out simply like 50 things that people can do daily mm. to help them be better versions and master this. Cause folks, don't always understand mindset and it's, it can be a very complex conversation, but I just wanted to put a a work of art together. That's like, it's super simple. And if you just do these things or pick a couple of these things out and just rock with them from day to day, you know, you'll be okay. And those are my website and also on Amazon, but mindset secrets is the the latest uh, book that I put together. Nice. Make sure you guys get that. I'm going to put the information on the website as well. So you can be able to pick up that book. I'm picking it up myself and I'm going to be giving it out 
When you go to our YouTube channel, Studio 22 Media Group, and like our channel, as Tom the Lee as well. And uh, Stan, man, I really, really appreciate you. I just want to, if somebody's looking to be able to, you know, if they're stuck right now and they're stuck here and they feel like, you know, I don't know my purpose. I don't know what, what I want. I'm here anymore. I'm, I'm an empty nymphster. What would you, what kind of advice would you give them so they can move forward and kind of tap, kind of find themselves? Yeah, like get back to the basics, man. There's so much, as I mentioned earlier, I try to play every day. Yeah. And as adults, we feel like, or like think about kids now, not, not even smiling in pictures where they're actually having fun. Like everyone be smiling, time to take a picture. Like, How about so, that? <laughs> so it's like being comfortable smiling, playing and getting back to the basics. So for the empty nesters out there who are finding their way, maybe wanting to fall back in love again, like what were those things in the very beginning? Was it salsa dancing, right? Or is it being active or going on walks? Like go back to those things that made you happy, see if they still make you happy, and then grow with your partner together. Because if you're not growing together, then you're absolutely growing apart. And that doesn't mean you do everything together, but that you have some kind of interest and what the person you say you love and that you do love and that you spend time with, like have some interest in what they're doing and what makes them smile. So you can at least ask a question, but again, getting back to the basics, do the small things and I promise you they will yield great results. All right, since you're bilingual, give me a little motivational quote in bilingual, Kim, okay, and put you on the Ah, no se quiere decir. De aquí en adelante, adelante, tú puedes hacer como quiera. Like from here, from this day forward, you can do whatever you want. Y todo es posible cuando tienes la mente y poder en su mente hacer lo que quieras. Like when you have the power, you know, in your mind, the power to do whatever you, you can do, whatever you want. Stan Pearson, the second award-winning bilingual speaker, motivational comedian, author, and consultant. My man, this has been a great. I hope this has been fun for you as it's been for me. Absolutely. Bro. Thank you so much, Fred. I appreciate you. And I hope to have you on my show. Yeah, you know, I'm when coming. things settle down. I, I can't fly there right now, but I definitely <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll no do doubt, this. no doubt, man. <laughs> Say hello to your wife and your kids for me as Likewise. well, man. I appreciate you. I tell my wife she's been talking about it. And I say, honey, I, I got them all, honey. I got them all. I hope so. I hope, I hope, it, I hope I met the expectations. Sometimes oh, you man, like, yo. what she talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said, she, no, she said, I'm telling you what she said, to be honest. She said, you guys are going to get along so well. So uh, it's not going to just be for the show. I'm going I'm to holler at you, man. I'm going to try to talk <laughs> to you because uh, I like, I, I, my wife said I need new friends, so I think you need to step up I appreciate it. It's good when you get cleared. You get white friend yeah, clearance. Yeah, man. That's white clearance, man. <laughs> can I go outside and play? Can I go play with friends? Is that cool? <laughs> that, that can happen now. <laughs> That's what happens when you get married. I know. Yo, thanks a lot, man. Have a great day. God bless you, bro. Same to you, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. you, man. You got it. You will.